Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The open marketplace, ladies and gentlemen, tells no lies. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game, DreOldDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then here's what we're going to do for you. We're going to take all of that. We're going to put this into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that we call work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to test the validity of your ideas. When you have an idea, how do you actually know it's a good idea? How do you know if it's an idea you should move forward and advance on versus an idea you should throw in the garbage and leave it there for the trash men to pick up? There is a way of figuring this out. It is not a random guessing game. So let's get into it. Now, before we do, though, first of all, let me tell you about it. I have a daily motivation text that I send out free of charge to everyone who is in my text community. You should be in my text community. Yes, you. You already listened to the show. So if you can give me 20 minutes to 30 minutes a day to listen to me talk here, why not take 30 seconds to listen to read my daily motivation text message? I mean, it only makes sense. So since I've convinced you, text me at this number, 305-384-6894. And every day when I send a daily motivation text, you'll be receiving it just like everybody else, other thousands of people who are in my text community. And I got a lot of texts that I need to actually respond to. When I get done recording this, I'm going to respond to a bunch of texts that I need to catch up on, as a matter of fact, today. So while you're doing that, let's get into our topic here today. The topic, again, is how to test the validity of your ideas. Now, knowing that there are a significant number of people who listen to this show who have a lot of ideas about a lot of different things. Everybody has ideas about different stuff. We all got ideas. It's good to have ideas. I have many episodes of this show where I've talked about ideas and how to keep cranking them out. Episode 1203, it tells you ideas have no owners, only executors. Episode 1479, how to get better at ideas. Episode 1532, what to do when you are out of ideas, or at least if you think you're out of ideas. Episode number 2173, your ideas are not you. Episode 2207, I told you a bad idea, which is trying to blend in. 
In episode 70, I told you how I generate a bunch of content ideas. Episode 124, why you should let your great ideas go. Episode number 192, ideas versus execution. Episode 694, a good idea can come from anywhere, so keep your eyes open. So as you can see, I got a lot of episodes where I talked about ideas. I didn't even list all of them. You want to see every episode this I've ever put out on this show, just go to workonyourgamepodcast.com. That's all one word. That link is also down below in the show notes. But I mean, you heard what I said, just type it into your browser. So since so many people have different ideas about different things, is there a way? Here's the question that I'm assuming you have that I'm going to answer today. Is there a way to objectively test your ideas while at the same time using a minimal amount of resources, specifically your time? In other words, how do you find out if you have a good idea or a bad idea without using too much time and figuring it out? Is there a way to do that? Well, I'm glad you asked because I wouldn't be posing this question if I didn't have an answer. And the answer is yes. And I'm going to tell you how. So you want to get the information quickly about your idea and move on or move forward. Point number one topic again is how to test the validity of your ideas. Number one, the open marketplace. What is the open marketplace? The open marketplace is the people, the set of people, subset of people who will tell you clearly through their actions or inactions, whether they are interested or not interested in your idea. That's the open marketplace. The open marketplace, ladies and gentlemen, tells no lies. The open marketplace tells no lies. Now, you're listening to a person who has been in entrepreneurship for over a decade now. And actually, I've been in entrepreneurship longer than that. because I've been in entrepreneurship making my own stuff for over a decade, but I was selling stuff on eBay when I was in college. So 20 years I've been in this game and I can tell you, I've had many items and services and ideas that were hits, meaning I put them out and it was immediately clear that the marketplace was interested. They wanted it and I just need to get more of it and find more people to sell it to. And I've had many ideas. I've had more ideas on the other side that were duds, meaning they were just dead ducks. They were not going to go anywhere. They were dead dogs. I mean, they take them out in the back and shoot them right behind the ear because it wasn't happening. And those products I need to kill off as quickly as possible. The challenge for many people is they don't realize whether they have a winner or a dog, a dog being a dead dog, that is a dog that needs to die or a winner. That's a product that you should keep selling. A lot of people have no way of discerning this. And here's another challenge that a lot of people have. And I've seen this in many entrepreneurs, many headstrong, egotistical entrepreneurs, ego-driven entrepreneurs, is that even when the marketplace is giving you a loud and clear message that you have a dog that needs to die, they keep pushing the same idea as if it's not a dog that needs to die. All right, this is a inaccurate formula and a bad mistake. And it will cost you in your time. Your time is your life. I mean, somebody can tell you whatever they want, but you're the one who has to live with the time they got used up. If I have an idea for a product or service and I put it out into the world and nobody responds, that's the marketplace giving me a loud and clear message that it is not interested in my idea, or at least they're not interested in the way in which I'm presenting it. Maybe I'm talking to the wrong person. Maybe I'm offering them the wrong product. Is the right person, but the wrong product. Maybe I'm talking about it the wrong way. Maybe I just need to change the way that I talk about the thing that I'm selling. You think about, I mean, I'm a person who's written 31 books. My book, The Mirror of Motivation, for example, I talked about it a certain way when I first put it out. But when I changed the way I was talking about it, I started selling more books. So sometimes your product is fine. You just need to change the way you talk about it. But other times your product is trash no matter how you talk about it. You need to be objective enough and or have someone around you who is objective enough that can tell you the truth as to which one it is. Too many people, some of you are listening to me right now. When I just said that, they gave you a glimmer of hope. They said, okay, well, maybe my product isn't trash. Maybe I just need to figure out a different way of talking about it. No, your product might actually be trash 
and you don't need to talk about it at all. You need to talk about how you're going to get rid of it so you can find a different product. So this is the discernment. This is the strategy. This is the accountability. This is the stuff. This is the mindset part that people need help with. And you should not be the one diagnosing this when it comes to your own products or services because you are unqualified. You are too close to it. You are too emotionally attached to your own ideas to gauge for yourself. This is why you need to be in my mastermind. This is why you need to be coached by me because I can look at your stuff and I can give you an objective an objective opinion on what's working. Not even an opinion, but an objective. Look at this. Let's look at this clearly and you can see exactly why this is accurate. I can give you an accurate assessment of what's going on. You cannot give yourself an accurate assessment. Again, because you're too emotionally connected to what you're doing. The marketplace will give you a loud and clear message at all times. If the marketplace is not responding to you, then it's telling you something. Are you listening is the question. Not are they telling you. The marketplace will always tell you the truth. The question is, are you listening? You have to be, and I have to be, mature enough and mentally tough enough and confident enough to accept it when the marketplace tells you that you have a trash offer and go back to the drawing board. Many people have such fragile egos that they are unable to accept this accurate fact that is coming from the marketplace. And what they do is continue to bang their heads against the wall with something that clearly the marketplace doesn't want. And I want you to understand the marketplace does not only apply in business. This idea, this applies in the dating world. If the way you're putting yourself out in the dating world, any of you who is single right now listening to me, if you are not attracting the type of men or women that you're interested in, the marketplace is telling you something. It's telling you that the way that you are presenting yourself in the marketplace is attracting the kind of person that you don't want or is not attracting anybody at all. That means it does not mean that the marketplace needs to make adjustments. That means you need to make an adjustment. If you're a man and you're trying to meet a certain type of girl and those kind of girls are not coming around you or when you do see one of them, they seem to not be interested in you. That's a clear message from the marketplace that something you're doing or not doing is driving away the people that you want to reach. You need to make an adjustment. How long it takes you to make an adjustment is up to you, but understand there's a price for time. Time comes at a price. Meaning the more time it takes you to finally make the necessary adjustments, the more you're going to pay for that delay. Everybody understand? Delays cost money. Everybody following me so far? This applies in the dating world. It applies in the sports world. You're an athlete. You think you were the best player at tryouts, but you did not make the roster. Clearly, you were not the best player at tryouts. I know that you think it. You keep thinking it. But guess what? The accuracy, the objectivity, the facts say you were not. If you were the best, I mean, you could at least be the, the last guy on the list. Uh, you weren't even on the list. That means somebody else looked at it and you thought you were the best and they thought you weren't even in the top 15. Right, that's a huge discrepancy. And you, you wouldn't believe how many times I've had athletes tell me they thought they were the best at tryouts, but they didn't even get to the next day of the situation. This applies when you're trying to get a job. You're trying to get a job and you think you have all the qualifications, but nobody is hiring you. Maybe you're in the wrong market. Maybe there are no jobs in that market. Maybe you're presenting yourself to the wrong companies. Maybe you are just not as qualified as you thought you were. Maybe you're asking for too much. It could be many things. This is why you have to get an accurate assessment of who you are, where you're at, and you got to be strategic about it. This is why when I talk about the Bulletproof Mastermind, that's my group coaching program, I talk about these things. You need strategy. You need mindset. It's not just hard work and thinking that you're great and just keep doing the same thing over and over again and hope that it works. That's how many of you live your lives and how you're running your career. And that's exactly why you're getting the results that you're getting. The marketplace means the wider world responding or not responding to your offer. That's what the marketplace is. If any of you never heard that phrase or heard it used this way, now you know. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is how to test the validity of your ideas. Look at your outcomes. What kind of business are we in, folks? If you listen to this show, 
five times, you should know what business we're in. If you don't know, let me tell you, and do not forget this, you're in a performance and results-based business. Everything is based on going out and performing and producing the desired result. That's what's accurate. Accuracy is based on the outcomes, not on your feelings, not on your opinions, on the outcomes. The outcome is not anybody's opinion. The outcome is, this is what we can see on the scoreboard. Got it? The outcome is, are the girls that you're interested in, are they swiping right on you or is it left or right? I don't know. Is this, are they swiping and matching with you on Tinder, the girls that you're interested in? Oh, that's an outcome. Are the jobs that you want calling you back? That's an outcome. Are the teams you're trying to play for interested in having you on a team? That's an outcome. Are the people that you want to sell to interested in buying your stuff? That's an outcome. Those are outcomes, folks. Let's look at the results of your work, what was produced versus what your expectations or projections of the work were. If you don't have expectations or projections, then we can't measure outcomes, not in any accurate way. That's why you need all of these pieces in place. So you see how the same stuff keeps coming up over and over again? This point requires that you actually have expectations, projections, goals, and plans. Many of you have none of the above. Let me say those four things again. Expectations, projections, goals, and plans. Do you have them? Whatever month you're listening to this show in right now, whatever month it is right now, let me ask you a question. Do you have goals for this month and are they written down? If it is the 20th or later in whatever month it is right now while you're listening to my voice, have you started writing down your goals for the following month? If it is November or December of the year, whenever you're listening to this, have you started writing down your goals for the following year? Whatever year it is and whatever month or day it is, do you have goals written down for the current calendar year? For many of you, and I know this by experience, for many of you, the answer is no, no, and no. You have no goals this month. You have no goals for next month. You don't have goals for next year. You don't have goals for this year. That's four no's. No, 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 no. Isn't that the Destiny's Child song from back in the day? No, 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 no. So listen, if you don't have these things in place, you can't use what I'm sharing here. None of this applies to you. You have to actually have goals. So if you haven't already, make sure you have goals or plans for your ideas so that we can have an objective way of measuring the results. We look at outcomes to determine whether your theories, opinions, or beliefs are accurate. See, it's not that your theories, opinions, and beliefs don't matter. It's just that they get measured against something that is objective. See, if we are only taking your opinions and beliefs and we do everything based off of that, the problem is we're doing everything based off of feelings and emotions. That's not how we produce results in life. Emotions are produced based on accuracy, measuring, and objectivity. So this is why you get your theory, get your opinions, get your beliefs, bring all of them to the conversation, and we're going to test all of them. And then we'll be able to look at them and say, okay, this was your opinion. You thought this would go this way. Here's the objective outcome. So do you see that your opinion was wrong? You see your opinion? Not even wrong. Let me back up. That's not the right way of saying it. No such thing as a wrong opinion. We can see that your opinion did not produce the result that you thought it was going to produce. You see that, right? You say yes. Okay, now we can throw your opinion away, right? And we can do something else, right? You say yes. Now we can move on. All right. And everybody's on the same page. Everybody got it? So take your theories, test them, your opinions, your beliefs, test all of them, but test them against something that is objectively measured. When a basketball player would come to me back in the day, say they were the best player at tryouts, but they didn't make it past the first day of tryouts, I would hold up a mirror to that player and say, hey, the results of the situation says something different than what you're saying. I'm going to have to go with the outcomes over your opinion. If push comes to shove and it's my opinion versus my outcomes, which one wins? Let me ask that question to all you entrepreneurs out there, all you professionals out there, all you in the dating world, all of you in the sports world, all of you in the business world. If push comes to shove and it's your opinion versus the clear outcomes that you are getting, 
which one wins? Which one do you default to? And by the way, this is not a rhetorical question. You need to answer this question. If the outcomes, in your opinion, are telling a different story, which one do you believe? When they're telling different stories, you need to make adjustments based on the outcomes. I'm giving you the answer. Don't just keep believing your opinion in the face of objective reality telling you something different. Objective reality, by the way, is reflected in results that can be measured and looked at on paper. You can believe whatever you want, but remember that we're in a results-based business. We are not in an opinion-based business. Point number three. Today's topic, again, is how to test the validity of your ideas. Model what works. All right, this is how you know you got a valid idea if you just model what works. In this world of individualism, selfies, everything being about the self and the person, many people overcomplicate the game. Sometimes the simplest thing you can do is model your work after things that you already know work. For example, if you're going into a new market in business, you don't want to go into a market that has zero competition and there's nobody else doing it. Why? Because if there was some money to be made in that market, you wouldn't be the first person to figure that out. You're not Christopher Columbus. That's a bad example, but you get my point. All right. You're not going to be the first one that figured it out. You're not going to be the first one that knew about it. Right. You want to go into a market where there are already people selling. There are already customers and people buying. There's already a whole bunch of money moving around. Why? Because that market already exists. So you know there's money to be made there. You just need to figure out how can you get some of it. Any of you ever watch the TV show Shark Tank? What a lot of entrepreneurs say when they come in there and they're first introducing their idea. They say, look, this market that we're going into is a billion dollar market. A hundred million dollars a year gets spent in this market. We just want to get a small piece of the pie. They are showing that there is a viable audience of people who are interested in this challenge, this problem, and they're willing to spend money on it. That's what they're saying. So if I come up with a new flavor of ice cream, now I got to figure out how do I compete with all the ice creams that are already out there. But we do know there are people who buy ice cream. All right, any ice cream consumers listening to this right now? I know there's some of you. I'm not big on ice cream. I prefer water ice. But if there's a market for it, then you know that there's an opportunity there. Now, can you get any of it? That's a different question. But we know that there's opportunity. So when there are people already selling in a market and spending in a market, that's good because it means the consumers already understand that they already have agreed that there's a need for this problem to be solved and they have agreed that they're willing to spend money on it. All right. That's a good thing. OK, so if you're going into a market and there's zero competition, there's nobody selling anything in that space and you're going to be the first. That's probably not the business you want to be in. It will probably take you 10 years to get a real market penetration to the point that people actually want to buy that thing. Now, do you have 10 years? You got 10 years of resources saved up while you figure this out? If yes, okay, go ahead, do what you got to do. If no, then find a different market. If you are creating a brand new market, the challenge is going to be nobody sees the value of your solution. They might not even know they have a problem. And it may take a long time, if ever, for you to get them to agree that to that. All right, people have to actually know that they have a problem to be willing to spend money on it. You understand? If you don't think you have a problem, you're not going to buy a product to solve a problem that you don't think you have. And some of you are trying to create problems that don't exist and then sell a product to people. And nobody's interested in that product because they don't even know it's a problem. You might be right that there's a problem, but if they don't think it, they're not buying. And understand that your job as a salesperson is to get into the minds of your consumer, not to get them into your mind, but to get you into their mind. You got to meet them where they're at. They don't have to meet you where you're at. This is part of you putting your ego aside. So sometimes the smartest thing is simply finding a way to carve out your own space in a market that already exists. You don't need to create a brand new one. As they say in marketing, pioneers, they crawl home with arrows sticking out of their backs. In other words, pioneers got to take all the arrows and all the darts and get beat up so that the second mover, they're the ones who get all the money because now they saw all the mistakes the pioneer made and they just capitalize off it. So you don't want to be the first in a brand new space in which nobody even knows that there's an issue that needs to be solved. 
All right, don't do that. So would you rather be the second mover who gets to eat off everything or you want to be the first mover who takes all the arrows in your back? I mean, them making movies about you as being a hero, that only happens in Disney. All right, it doesn't happen in real life. Be smarter about it. Be strategic. All this says, let's recap today's topic, how to test the validity of your ideas. Number one, the open marketplace is the number one place to test how valid your idea is. Because the open marketplace does not tell a lie. It is the market letting you know if they are interested in your offer or not. And if they are not, there will be a resounding silence that they are not interested in what you're offering. You must be mature and mentally tough enough and confident enough to accept this truth and go back to the drawing board and get a better idea. This is not just in the business world. This applies in the dating world. It applies in the sports world. It applies in the job world. If you are not getting a response from the marketplace, the marketplace is telling you they are not interested. You are not the father. Point number two, outcomes. Let's look at the results of your work and what was produced versus your expectations and projections. This requires that you have expectations, projections, goals, and plans. Do you have them? How many of you have goals for this month, for next month, for this year and next year? Most of you can't say yes to all four of those questions. So you got work to do just on that part alone is getting some goals in place so that we have something to measure against. We have nothing to measure against. We don't know if something's good or bad, working or not working. We should keep going or not keep going. Many of you haven't done the pre-work to even get to this work that I'm talking about right here, but I'm giving you the game. Question is, are you going to do something with it? When you are not getting the objective outcomes from the marketplace, somebody needs to hold a mirror up to your face and let you know, hey, here's the objective outcomes from the marketplace that is letting you know clearly that your idea is not as good as you thought it was. Objective reality is reflected in the results that you produce when your opinions and your objective reality are in conflict. Which one wins? That's a question for you. And your answer to that question will tell me what level of maturity you're at and if you're ready to go to the next level or not. Number three, model what works. We're in this world of selfies and individualism and everybody's just thinking about what they want to do. Understand the smartest thing to do is look at what is already going on and see how you can get in where you fit in and squeeze a little bit of that opportunity for yourself. This is basically finding your blue ocean. There's a book called The Blue Ocean Strategy. If you have not read it, now that I mentioned it, you know what to do. You need to go buy it and read it. If you're getting into a market, you want to find one that already has activity because that means consumers have already identified there's a problem, there's a need, there's a solution, and that they're willing to spend money on it. All right. So all of that is pre-work that you need to do before you get into any business is already done if people are already spending money. So if I want to open a, a dry cleaners, and I know there are already dry cleaners in town and they're doing business. That's good because now all I got to do is be better than them and find a way to kind of get some attention for myself. And I can get some of that money because I already know the consumers understand that there's a need for this. So I'm not educating the consumers. That's a whole different ballgame that can take years if you're going into a brand new space. All you got to do is carve out some space where it already exists. So do you want to be a pioneer coming home with arrows in your back? Or do you want to be the second mover who gets all the benefits? that the pioneer cleared the road for by getting eaten up by the marketplace. You decide. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation for free straight to your phone every day. My number is 305-384-6894. And when you're ready to get strategic, you're ready to be held accountable. You're ready to get your mind in the right place so you can get your business where it needs to go. And if you're really listening to what I'm saying here, you understand that you are not qualified to diagnose these things on your own. You're not qualified to go about this whole road on your own. Every high performing professional that I know Every high-performing professional that I know in every field, I've been in the sports field, I know people in the modeling world, I know people in the entertainment world, I know people in the business world, in all different sectors of business. Every single one of them that I know has more than one set of eyeballs on their work to make sure that they are staying on track. And the people who I know who are not really getting traction, not really getting to where they want to go, they're doing everything by themselves and wondering why it's not working. All right, this is not a coincidence, folks. Here's what you do. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com join my mastermind or work with me one-on-one. -on -one. The one-on-one -on -one link to set up a call with me is at the top of the page. 
You can join the masterminds, read what's there on the page. Stuff that we do one-on-one is the same stuff we do in the mastermind. Differences is just me and you one-on-one as opposed to a group. And that's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.